Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the What Do You Dream podcast. I'm Nick with Christy. Hello. And today I have a new chair that's not squeaky. <laughs> so that's the first thing. I Look, I w- this is going to be a really quick note. I got a new chair, spent some money on it. My butt feels great. And I well, wanted you guys to know that. That's the main thing. You got to yeah, you got to Because my butt comfort is your butt comfort. <laughs> well, I'm sitting yeah. here on the floor in my wardrobe cuz you know, that's just the things we do for you guys. The things we do for your love and views. Okay. That's it. Nothing else. Okay. So let's just get straight into <laughs> the stuff you're here for. You're here for the dreams, you're yep. here for the memes, you're yep. here for the funny things. That's so, true. I'm going to preface this by saying I have been watching, I've binge-watched Squid Games. Oh, my God. Squid Games is just the thing right now. All I'm seeing all over Facebook, Instagram is Squid Game. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. I loved every second of it. It, Yes, it's gruesome. Yes, Emotional roller coaster. I know. That's the perfect way to describe it. Emotional roller coaster. There is so much happy moments, so many sad moments, so many what-the-fuck moments. And... If you haven't watched it, watch it now. Don't listen to this podcast. Yes. Actually, wait, no, listen first and then and then go watch it. But just have it playing watch in the it. background. Yeah, watch it. And watch. Yeah. It, it'll make the viewing experience better. Let's say better. Mm. Let's say I, I think so. Do you want to describe yeah. to our listeners of those who haven't watched it what Squid Game is about in a nutshell? Okay, so I'm gonna give you the top level. So basically it is a kind of think of a you ever watched Takeshi's Castle or a Wipeout or anything like that? It's something like that. So it's a game show where people have to verse each other for money. And if they fall outside of the boundaries of the rules, they die. Pretty much. Or if they, yeah, it's very, that's the simplest thing. So they pick people who are on the last legs financially, who are basically losers mm-hmm. and will do anything for money. Yeah. So it 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 goes into the whole the deep dark, what you're going to do for money, what yep. people like, like the happiness and the sadness all wrapped in. Yeah. And you, and I got to say, these guys know how to write characters. They yes. wrote the characters so goddamn well. The visual style was yes. fantastic. Might I like, say art it direction. was, oh. oh, visually it was beautiful. Like it was shot mm. so well. So well. Mm-hmm. Puts Western cinema to shame. Cinema. I say cinema. This is a cinema. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. And the actors. It, yes. Like even that. Oh. The actors just did such a great job. I was watching this. The only problem. What was the white people? They could not act. Oh, the VIPs. But it works. The VIPs. Yeah. 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 No, they were a bit of a letdown, but they were only in it for a short amount, so you kind of got away with it. Um. Mm. But yeah, I just watching this cinematically, I was in awe. It was, it was such a feast for the art because it was yes. so beautiful. But the, yes. at the same time, it was so like <laughs> yes. the best way is to say disgusting. Such a it, you were disgusted by the actions, yeah, by the by what was happening. It was like mm-hmm. a mix of it was disgusting what was happening, disgusting what people were doing, yeah, and disgusting what but was you happening. You couldn't stop watching. Scenes. You couldn't stop watching. No, like my eyes were glued to the screen. With them. Yes. And it's and, only nine episodes it, go, too, so yeah. And Game of Thrones, people go like, "Oh, the, the characters development and they, they kill people so well." This Game of Thrones is crap. 
Well, compared I still to say the, it's crap yeah. compared to this. Well, only like Even the, the good last seasons. two seasons. Crap compared to this. Uh, oh, yeah. Look, oh, look we'll, we'll you agree have, to disagree here. <laughs> if you have a five-course meal and dessert is a shit in your mouth, it's going to be a bad meal. Or <laughs> that's how it goes. But let's not talk about poo and let's not talk about squids. Also, here's a fun fact for you on Squid Games. Yeah. There's no such thing as the Squid Game. It does not exist. Really? They made it, it made up, up for the, the show. No. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Also, I want to buy one of those masks. They're like twenty bucks on eBay. Oh, did you did you know the um the guards? That's already a Halloween costume for this year. Like it's already yeah, out there. It is. That was so yeah. fast. That happened so fast. They also sounded so cool. Did you you didn't watch it dubbed? Did you? Yes. You watched, watched it with it subtitles? Dubbed. No, no, no. I watched it dubbed. <gasps> dubbed so much worse. Really? Because I heard oh. the subtitles were so much worse. No, because look, I'm of the opinion, I'm of the strong opinion, you should never watch anything dubbed if it's English, like if it's not English, if it's people, if yeah. people are out there, because you lose so much nuance and depth in the language and the, and the, because uh, it's just such an emotional show, mm. there's so much depth in their acting that it's almost, dis- it's almost, you, you gotta rewatch it in Japanese and <laughs> Korean. <laughs> Like, oh, go see, through that I actually thought again. the dub, the people who did the dubbing did a really good job. Okay, I need to watch the dub to see what it's like. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. So, but let's get into the dream segment. Well, You're not actually, here for a review. If you no. are interested, we'll, we'll review <laughs> That's it, a different but... podcast. But we will <laughs> say there are spoilers. If you have not watched Squid Game, there will be spoilers. So we are warning you. Do not cover us with a lawsuit. (laughs) We are telling you now there will be spoilers. So hit the pause button, watch Squid Game, and then you can continue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I had a Squid squid Game, not an exact Squid Game dream, Mm -hmm. but it was very heavily influenced. Mm -hmm. I think it's my spin on Squid Games. Okay. So, okay. So we start off with... um, it's kind of like a, I'd say, like a Greek-ish kind of area. Yep. But it's really built up, got a lot of apartments, and I'm in, I'm on the, I think the ground floor in, in like a shop mm-hmm. area. Actually, very, actually, funnily enough, it looked like Korea, like the Korean area, you know, the poor areas that they were showing in the show. Yep. So I was there and just walking around. And then a lot of people came out on their balconies and started looking and i was like where, where's everyone looking at and then someone's like oh you don't know and i'm like what do you mean i don't know and i was like you gotta go find the answers so it's then it cuts to it starts raining think of like blade runner kind of like a aesthetic then i go to this club it's like doof, 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 doof. and then i find this person in purple hair and then they look at me they run away and they're like and then i tackle them and i'm like tell me Tell me what's happening, which makes no sense. But I used to say, tell me what's happening. And then he goes, <laughs> it's already too late. And then, um, have you watched The Purge? Uh, no, but I know what it's about. The Purge siren goes off. Okay, yeah. It's like, Yep. Yep. And then you just start hearing explosions, people screaming. So then I start blitzing it. I just start running through the streets. And people are just, they don't know what's going on. So it's not The Purge what's happening. It's just... Things going nuts. Yeah. So then I end up uh, going into this room full of all these um people, like 
women, children, old people, like, like there's a whole like slew of society in there. And then we're all talking, going like, well, what's happening? What's happening? And then someone said, I think the Macedonians have started, started the games. And I'm like, okay. why are you saying the Macedonians? <laughs> okay. Why are they doing this? And it's like, this happens every year. The Macedonians unleash them and whoever lives gets prosperity. And I was like, who are them? Like, what is them? What is they? And then you just start hearing screaming and people are yelling and it's freaking like zombie robots. Yeah. Like they're like going through, they're just eating people. So I start freaking out. I run, I get onto the top of the uh, apartment building, some shimmying off the balcony <laughs> and I'm running and this old guy's standing on top of the um, building with me. Yeah. And then we're both looking at the horizon and then there's just thousands of zombies just running through and eating people. And then I'm, there's like oh, this no, gap no. between my building and another building. And then I have to jump. But the old man's like, no, 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 help me, help me, help me, help me. And he's like holding onto my leg. Yeah. And then I kick him off my leg. Yep. And then I jump and he starts screaming and crying. And then he gets overwhelmed by the zombies. And then I wake up. So, so there's that's like my, a kind of, that's my it's a lot of there's I, a lot of genres happening. I was gonna say there's like there's zombies, there's the purge. I didn't really get like a squid yeah. game kind of vibe from that. It's I got because like it was a, just more like Yeah. It's it's a it's like a zombie purge slash Yeah fun game thing. It's like <laughs> it's like I com like brain combined mm. a bunch of different genres based yeah. off of because there was actually, I forgot this point, there were guards who weren't getting eaten by the zombies okay, that so were the Squid Games people. Okay, so that's so they were kind of like in. shepherd. They were like shepherding the shepherding the zombies, like telling them where to go and so who, then to, it, who to eat. Yeah, and then if anyone was still alive when they were like half eaten, they'd just shoot them in the head. Oh, which you got really used to in that show. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that happens like every five you got minutes. Really used to. Every five minutes, and then that was, but yeah, that was the that was the whole dream. I don't know what the hell it means. Yeah, this is this is very on brand for me though. This is like high production value and dream quality <laughs> for me. I had a lot of action. I was gonna say it was, it's uh, very it's a it's a typical Nick dream where just so much stuff happens and you're kind of like, where do I begin? <laughs> where do I begin analyzing? Let's this? deconstruct this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where, where are we gonna analyze this? I find it weird that you said you were in like a Greek setting, but then the place you're in is very Korean. Yeah, I know. Because like that obviously is from the Squid Games, that like yeah. whole, that urban-y thing. But I don't know why I was in Greece. Yeah, like, that's... That... I really don't know why. I don't know. Maybe it was just your mind was like, let's just pick a place and we'll go Greece. True. I think maybe it was just that. Let's just roll the random die and see where it lands. <laughs> or could could you have gone like a little bit gladiator because they sort of fight to the death as well? You know what? Ah, uh, but that's Roman. Yeah, that's yeah, Roman. yeah. Oh, true. but then you got Greek, Good. Greek, old school Greek Olympics was very yeah. That's like, kind of where I'm brutal. getting at. So maybe the comp that's the competition. Yeah, yeah. Competitive, the original Western competitive scene. Yeah, was 
was there. And then obviously okay, yep. you got okay, like... I think we got that, yep. You got the Korean side from... I think that's from Squid Game. That's has to be. Yeah. There's no way around that one. Yeah. And then I think the pink-haired dude was like the main guy at the end yeah, of the Squid I was gonna, Games. That's what I was going to say as well because he dyes his hair like red at the red. end. Yeah. So... Again, because the guy was the guy was Asian, by the way. I got to yeah. Because this is the problem. Like, like yeah. And so he was yeah. He was he was Korean or Asian, just yeah. gen, general Asian. Like yeah. I can't. It's okay. I'm half Chinese. It's not a. I'm not being racist or dismissive. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> They're my people. Yeah. Um. Um. And so yeah, there's that. The purge. The purge siren. That's interesting. It's such a. It's iconic. I think that's an iconic siren. Yeah, and it's a good sign because anyone who hears it, they know exactly what's about to happen. So it's a good kind of way Something to bad. yeah to start the the violence and to start the the whole massacre and the scene. So I feel like the siren is a scene yeah. starter. Yeah. See, my brain just knows how to set up scenes. I know. Wow, I'm so I'm you so smart. You really have smart. a cinematic brain, don't you? Yeah, it's just like. <laughs> It's like you haven't watched enough of this shit. We need to put, we need to shove it into your brain more. But that could also come see from you dream. <laughs> that could come from the screenwriter side of you as well. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think my my dreams have become more cinematic since I've been practicing screenwriting more. Well, there you go. I have to think how it's going to look. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Look at you <laughs> opening my brain up like a mango. I don't <laughs> like know. Do you mango. Mango? I love mango. Like a mango. <laughs> Mangoes are so good, <laughs> so good. Uh, and but my brain is my brain is not the is the pip. It's really hard, and no one wants it. <laughs> no one wants it. <laughs> True, no one wants. It. I feel like the the seed in the mango is so annoying because it's like, why do you have to be there? You are taking up so much delicious mango space. Mango, mango surface area. Yeah, it's just too big. It's too big. I want more of the juicy mango than the fucking seed. I don't like it. Look, people, there's... No, you know what? Let's follow, keep on going with this analogy. There is a small portion of the population that like to take the seed and make more from it. So someone yeah. out there wants my... I'm going to not say that last set. <laughs> wants my brain. What the other way of saying it? That's really... <laughs> Okay, um, okay, I just got where you were going Jesus with Christ. that. If you want to take yeah. the scene, <laughs> yeah, take, it took me yeah. a while. I, I didn't got say there. it. I got there. Yeah, it took a minute. It took mm. a minute. That we, we yeah. Uh, you okay, said worse so, things. So. Uh, my brain, my it's true. My brain's smart. That's the simple thing. Okay, it's unique. Um, I yes, <laughs> the Macedonians. That's again also interesting. Sort of singling out Look, a. Uh, I think I know why because the Greeks and the Macedonians have a thing because it's like they what Macedonians don't like being called Greek because they're Macedonians. Ah, uh, okay, I didn't know that. You know, because you, know, you know how I mean, like you know, it'd be like um someone calling Hungarians Polish or something. Uh, no, I mean? it's calling someone Hungarian a Serb. That okay, there you go. That's yeah, the yeah. Yeah, it's I th- yeah. So it's that like kind of uh called ethnic ethnic uh, nuance yes that, uh people don't realize it's like calling us australians convicts <laughs> we don't like it oh it depends some people don't care really some people i don't mind oh i don't mind 
Uh, well, because it's like I guess it's being a being a mixed. I don't really care. Oh, I don't. I like think it. my people had had convicts. <laughs> <laughs> I think on my on my Anglo side, I think we were the ones going like, "Ah, you stole yourself a loaf of bread. You must take fifty years in Van Demon's land." <laughs> uh, Please, me lord, I was just trying to save your family. I don't care. Get on the boats with you. We need people to work the fields. So like, crazy. Oh, Mr. How about me family? Okay, we'll give them 20 years too. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how it happened though. Uh, yeah, that's so true. Did, yeah, did you ever go into those um museums and they showed you like, oh, this is um Bob Smith and he stole a watch <laughs> and he got 50 lashes and went to Australia? Not a museum, but I did go to um, Port Stephens in Tasmania, and that was a um, Port Stephens. Is it Port Stephens? No, not Port Stephens. Um, What's it called? Um, Port Arthur. Port Arthur. Port Arthur is what I'm talking (laughs) about. It's a massive, like, jail. uh, uh, Oh, cool. In um, Tasmania, and it was a colonial jail. So uh, convicts from England would be put on a ship and taken straight to Port Arthur. And it's still kind of, you can go in there. It's like a historical site now. Um, And half the jail Mm -hmm. still standing. It's massive. It's a huge colonial town. And there's like an old church. There's the asylum, there's the jail cells. Um, it's massive. And it, and there's – but you, the weird thing is it's in such a beautiful location and it's got such a dark past because all on the walls it tells you, oh, this was little Jimmy and he was 12 and he got sent to Port Arthur for, yeah, literally stealing – a slice of bread and he got like 20 years and he was 12 years old and he had to come on his own and apparently they said the journey yeah (laughs) imagine being 12 years old and put on a ship full of convicts and sent to a brand new country and as soon as you turn the corner in the ocean you just see this massive jail it would have been so terrifying (laughs) neat <laughs> no, it, oh, just what I mean. But there was also a little island just off of Port um, Port Arthur that was for children only, and it was there was like a little rehabilitation island where they tried to because oh. children can still be you know taught to do the right thing. They're still young, so their minds can be altered. So they tried to rehabilitate these children, but a lot of them just they went out and then did something bad and were sent back to the jail. So a lot of them didn't really make it out and about, uh, which was quite sad. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it was. it's really cool to see. If anyone ever goes to Tasmania, definitely go to Port Arthur because it is really cool. Uh, this episode sponsored by <laughs> Port Arthur. I was just be about to say, Why not it's try my, it little, my little plug <laughs> to come visit Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! God. You know, like we have no tourist income, so give us some tourist income, please. Yes. Give us, give us, Christian, I, I, yeah. whatever you would spend on coming here. Yeah. I mean, people. It was a punishment to come here. Now people spend money to come here. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thunk Not it? Me. <laughs> so zombies. Now the zombies saving people and kicking an old man so I don't die. What do you think about that? Well, because in Squid Game, he sort of takes advantage of the old man. 
Um, and at this point, you don't. You just think he's an old, innocent man who's dying from yeah. a brain tumor. So that's where it could be because yeah. he sort of I he think, manipulates yeah. the old man so he can win a game. Because if he doesn't win the game, yeah, he's gonna die. Uh, but the old man mm. is the whole thing with him is this: he joined because he's got a brain tumor, and he's he's a, he's about to die anyway. So the main mm. character sort of thinks this way, as if you're about to die, I still have my whole life ahead of me. I'm going to take advantage of you because I want to win this game. And it's a one-on-one game. It was marbles. Um, so that's where it could be coming from, a very similar situation where he's an old man and you're kind of like, well, you're on your deathbed anyway. <laughs> I'm going to go save myself. Okay, this is interesting because now I'm going to just uh, take a tangent focusing more on Squid Games. Mm. Did he sound really cut up when he worked out that the old man was sounding um, like he was having a dementia episode? Did he sound really, like, conflicted? I feel like he did. Not? I feel like he did. He was... Because okay. at the same time, he wasn't because you only had 10 minutes to finish this game, otherwise you're both eliminated. So time was a factor as well as this is now a one-on-one game and he's made friends with this yeah. old man. So he knows that either way, one of them's going to die or both of them are going to die because yeah. the old man kind of has a, uh, well, I thought he had a stroke and he kind of had a little bit of dementia there because he was getting confused. But in the end, so again, spoiler, you find out that he was faking it. He wanted to see, he was testing him. So he knew what was happening, but uh, he was acting as if he was going through a, a dementia sort of um, episode. Episode, yeah. So I don't know. I think he felt well, bad, it, but in the end, it was his life at stake. Well, because I think well, because the interest. There you go. No, no. When when he does win the game. And the old man's going to get shot. It is such an emotional scene. And you can see the pain on his face. So I think he really did feel bad. But when it's life or death, you kind of, all your normal senses go out the window. Hmm. So in that scene, in that scene leading up to it, they really, um, in the Korean version, Every time he talks to the old man, even when he's like taking advantage, you can hear the quivering and the yes. ups, how upset he is every time in his yes. voice. And yes. it was really like he was he was never malicious, which is the important thing because he's he's actually like the only player who doesn't actively want to kill anybody, which yes. is completely different to everyone else. Yes. Um, but I think that's what the old man in the dream was, was that old man. And at this point I had not finished it. So I only knew the old man died. I thought. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I think that was the, my conflict of, uh, me. I think it was me rehearsing. What would I do in this situation? And my answer is I'd kick an old man in the face. (laughs) (laughs) So you'd just be ruthless if you were put into a squid game situation. I don't, honestly, I don't think I would be ruthless. I don't, I would probably be, I'd take care of myself. Yeah. But I wouldn't actively be an asshole. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what I'd be like in a life or death situation. Yeah. Who knows? I might just go full cannibal and start eating people's livers. (laughs) I have no idea. Yeah. (laughs) 
And then, well, could that you know, be where the... it finishes with the climax. I was so, going to yeah. say, could that be where the um the zombies come from? Sort of that um you don't know what you'd be like. It'd be so unpredictable. True. That's a. There's that that's sense true. of. And I always, zombies are my default like post-apocalyptic yeah. scenario, run through the scenario. It's like, what would happen if zombies attacked? Like, yeah. That's always, that is my default. So I think that's why it plays as a default Yeah. in the in the dream. But for some reason, I also thought about making them cyber cyborgs who could be controlled <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of narrative. <laughs> well, they, oh, wait, did that happen? In, that didn't happen in the dream. That was just an afterthought. No, no, no. That was like, they were robot zombies. They were like, they had like a funny like robot part of their head mm-hmm. that was like obviously like cyborgy. Because that could be you taking control of the situation. Then uh, that, that's my ant controlled animal instinct. Yeah, at first you're all panicked and you're like, I'm just going to sacrifice this old man. And then you've been in there a little while and you're kind of okay. This is what's happening. And then you sort of come to taking control of yourself in the situation where at first it's all chaos and you're like, what the fuck? Sort of like the same as the guys in the first game of Squid Game. Everyone's mm. like, what the hell's happening? Um, yeah. That could have been you. And then, you know, you're sort of going through everything and at the end you're kind of like, well, I'm going to take the balls. I'm going to take these balls by my hand. <laughs> and Oh, hello. <laughs> and I'm going to squeeze them. <laughs> And take control oh, of the situation. God. I don't know why I use balls, but it just felt appropriate. And everyone else, um, you can't see this. Christy was cupping her hands <laughs> and squeezing. It was very awkward to watch. <laughs> like, whew. Yep. Okay, so to summarize, the dream is a reflect me reflecting on the Squid Games. Yeah. Trying to place that's based in the, uh, let's say the home of competitive western sports yep and it's an ex- exploration of what i would do in a squid games-esque yeah. scenario yeah essentially a apocalyptic situation and demonstrating control of yep. the situation trying to demonstrate control in a chaotic moment so maybe i have have a chaotic moment at my at the moment mm. where i'm trying to try and regain control so mm. i don't think so i don't think i have any no. chaotic moment at the moment it's not so much chaos as um, maybe it is. Actually, you know what? <laughs> control it chaos. Is. is it? I control won't go into detail. Chaos. I'm not going to go into detail on that. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it it is like yeah. I did have a. No, I had lost control probably around that time. So. Mm, tell yeah. us okay. all your secrets. Okay, I'll I'll okay. No secret. <laughs> we, we keep the secrets. I like it. I think we've come to a good conclusion there. Yeah, I like that. Was a very good. Squid game theme dream. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, I also have a second dream. Okay. So. Is it as chaotic as your first one? It's a lot one? more fun. It's a lot more fun. Okay. It's a lot more fun. It's a bit more of a throwback. Um, so it's, I'm back at uni, my old, my old uni. Mm-hmm. And like it is, but it's obvious, it's had like some upgrades. Yep. Stuff that's not there before. All that jazz. Funnily enough, this is the second time I've come to a place. Actually, no, I don't think it is my uni, but it's based on my uni. Because mm-hmm. I've had a dream 
where I was in Japan as well, and it was the same setting. So I think I'm just reusing set pieces. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm yep. trying to save some bud- save budget in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> use it again. Let's just not be so creative. I'm, Let's just use something I already know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like um those old cartoons where they keep doing the same action because it's just like it's cheaper to reuse the same animated <laughs> action, just change the background. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So I'm at this uni and I think I'm a student. I didn't think I was. A, so it's funny. I think I'm re- reflecting on it. I think I was a student, but while I was there, I didn't think I was a student. Does that make sense? No, but anyway. So I just thought I was, okay. So I thought I was me right now, just doing my thing. Mm-hmm. I don't go to uni. I don't take classes. I don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. But I got a phone message from my old, my first boss from my high school. So he works at the uni in this dream. Mm-hmm. So my first boss was my old Australian history teacher mm-hmm. from high school because I was a rugby coach and he was my essentially my boss. And he sent me a message going like, uh, we need to talk about your last uh, economics uh, assignment. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't do <laughs> economics. I did, it, I did it once at uni. I got I got myself a HD and I didn't want to touch that shit ever again because it's just all a bunch of crap. Yep. It's all voodoo. It's the modern day equivalent of witchcraft. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm like, I need to talk to, I need to talk to this. I need to talk to him and clear this up because that was the main thing. I need yeah. to talk to him and clear it up because I don't, um, don't study anymore and I can't deal with this crap. Yeah. So anyway. I'm running through the uni and they got this new huge library, like this huge, 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 huge one, multi, 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 multi level. Yep. And I realized I was trying to find my work pass for some reason, thinking this was going to work. Yeah. And then I'm walk, I'm, but instead of that, I'm sneaking behind people to try and get into security, past security <laughs> points yep. and all this kind of stuff. And I'm wearing my normal work clothes. So it looks like I fit in. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting into these other levels and I've got like guards looking at me, but they're kind of like looking at me and I go, hey, mate. And they go, hey, brother. And they're, they're islanders. So I just let them tell them that. Um, and then I'm walking around and then there's <laughs> then there's this like, you know, in, um, remember in Borders when they had those, they had like the kids section where they had like um, people that would read books to them every once in a while. Or, yeah. Like, Yep. Yeah. So they had that, but for adults. <laughs> and I was like, what's up? And the funny part is, I don't know what they were reading. Even though I could hear words, I could not register the words that were being said. Yeah. So I snuck up behind one of the people who was listening to the story and I took their pass. Uh-huh. I looked at the pass and it said, um, had my name at the back. And I was like, what? And it said expired. 2001 and i was like what's this this is a bigger conspiracy does that mean that i was here before does that mean is there a bigger conspiracy going on and i'm like i need to find this i need to find this professor and talk to him so i start running around all these rooms opening it up looking up looking around going like where where is he and then people go who and i'm like oh sorry it would help if i said who he was exactly so i gave him the full name (laughs) gave him the full name like oh yeah he's on level 37a um you know just go there cool go to 37a i find him and i go what are you talking about and he's like i just wanted to congratulate you on your amazing test 
And I was like, oh, okay. And he said, it was the best thing I've ever read. And I, you were very intelligent. Thank, thank you. Now have a cookie. And I took the cookie. Good boy. Now go and learn. Learn like the wind. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Have a fun Sunday. And that was it. I love to have a cookie. Yeah. I wasn't even hungry. <laughs> but you still took the cookie. You can't say no. Yeah, you can't say no to a free cookie. I didn't eat it there because if it's like a drug cookie, then at least if I go home, I'm just going <laughs> to have a long sleep. Like a pot brownie. Yeah. You know, like I'm not going to risk my body. There's always a lot of running in your dreams, isn't there? Like you're always in a rush. Very, I feel like you're always in a rush in your dreams. Like time is yeah, against you. Yeah, I think that has to do with my, yeah, and I'm always running. My brain's always running at like a million miles an hour, even mm. before I go to bed. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just how, I think that's just my disposition. I'm always just go, 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 yep. go, no stop, no stop, no stop. Yeah. You know, which is like, yeah. That really comes so that, across. I think that answers a general theme. I actually, <laughs> you know what? Even though I say like, I we know what kind of stuff I talk about. It's like, it's always in the same medium of running and panic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, yep. That's a running theme. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I was trying to pretend like I wasn't going to laugh, but like, yeah, you know, you know what? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll pay that. I'll pay that. Uh, Look, I want a lot of hay so fever what... medication right now. Okay. Give me a break. Yeah. Oh, all those antihistamines it's just <laughs> getting to me it's oh my gosh okay yeah so mm, okay i'm just thinking you... i'm thinking you've had a dream where you've been back at your old uni before there haven't you yeah i feel like we've talked about was, one i have had i had one where i was at high school i haven't had a uni one I have another dream. I won't talk about it now, but I have mm. another dream where I went to Tokyo and went to uni and my bike got stolen. But that's <laughs> another story. That's another story for later. Okay. While you while you're digesting um while you're digesting that, mm. I looked up, I'm looking up uh what does it mean when you uh have running dreams? Mhm. Mm so they preface it by saying if you're into athletics and fitness, running's part of your routine. So it makes sense as to why you'd probably be running a lot. I hate running. Number one, I hate running generally. Except when I got a bit fitter, it wasn't too bad. But still, mm -hmm. not my preferred. Anyway, so they say, um, what do running dreams mean? Uh, you are facing a few challenges in life. And if you feel like you have the, you lack bandwidth to overcome it, then you might see yourself running in dreams. It signifies that you are indeed running away from the situation that's giving you a real headache. For instance, if you have landed in a financial mess mm -hmm. and are baffled after thinking about the consequences, you would feel like leaving everything behind, unresolved and fleeing, such as a, such as a dream where you feel lowly or showing cowardice. Moreover, when you see yourself running in your dream, it could also mean that you do not want to accept reality as is you want to live in a world of hallucination where everything everything is per your liking and preferences yep however when you realize that the figment of your imagination isn't 
anywhere close to the real world. You feel like running away. And this sentiment often is reflected in the form of a dream that leaves you feeling devastated. Okay. Okay. Let's take a look at that for a minute. Well, because I, I... I think... No. Okay. Well, I was going to say... No? So you're you're running <laughs> you're running away from something, but could the guy, your teacher at the end telling you it's the best thing you've ever read and rewarding you, could that be your subconscious saying everything's going to be okay? I think that could be it. It's like running it's like that it's almost like an imposter syndrome dream, mm-hmm. kind of. It's like I'm not really mm-hmm. it's like, oh you know, because like that that Back in my younger years, I was always very anxious, very yep. anxious person. So yep. I think I could be the running away from what I think it's a mix of trying to run away from like being feeling like I'm an imposter and also trying to run away from not happy with my current route in life. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not depressed or about it, but it's like I would like things to change and move things forward. Yeah. And I think it's almost feeling like I'm running out of time. And then you have that teacher who is kind of your mentor and someone mm. you look up to telling you that mm-hmm. you're doing okay you're doing great yeah. you have nothing to worry about mm. and then i get a cookie <laughs> physical representation of a job well done it's yeah like it's a, your reward like maybe saying it's okay to yeah. reward yourself every now and then for doing something good yeah maybe okay so, like, a lot of it is just, and being in a familiar setting. Yeah. Actually, a lot of the imposter syndrome did start at uni. I was really conflicted at uni. Like, yep. It was a big battle for mental health and yep. metal, battle, metal, <laughs> a battle for, uh, what do you call it, identity, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that makes sense to why this was set there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's where a lot of identity forming happened. Did you enjoy going to uni? Was it was it a place you really liked going to? Like you felt comfortable there? Ah, oh, that's a good question. Um, it's a loaded question. Initially, yes. Yeah. Started off that way. Then I had a big fo- friendship falling out, so mm-hmm. it, I was a bit empathetic. Oh, empathetic. Um, apathetic towards it. Then, and then I fell in love, so I liked it again. <laughs> and then, then I got dumped. Oh. Then I hated it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I really hated it. And yeah. then then I found a friend, found a friend, reconnected with a friend from high school there mm-hmm. who I had talked to in Yonks, which then it became, then it became fun again. And then, then I ended up going there to play sports after work. So now I think it ended pretty well. It ended well. Okay. But it was a, so it, ended very it was very well. up it, and it down. But it is that though. roller coaster. Yeah. It was very up and down. Yes. Okay, which kind yep. of makes sense as to why you're dreaming about it and having all these conflicted emotions at your uni. Yeah, and um, I think a lot of people would agree with this. Like, that's where I got my procrastination got really bad, where I'd really put stuff off until, like, the nth minute. And yeah. And I would freak out and I'd get really upset. But then every time it, I would always get good marks, which kind yeah. of reinforced the poor behavior which also probably goes back to the franticness at uni trying to find this person for my whatever this assessment was to get answers you know what i mean yeah 
Yeah. This was meant to be fun. Now it's getting cheaper. <laughs> you did say this was going to be a fun dream, God but damn. now I'm really. You've got me thinking. Fun. You've got my all the cogs moving in my head. Your, your dark, your the darkness in your brain. <laughs> I don't like thinking. It's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that you're you're trying to find someone who you know you can find comfort within. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important. It was good. He had a soft spot for me. Yeah, I think that's important to mention that, you know, this person you're frantically trying to find has meant something to you. Like I said, they were your mentor. They got you your first job. It's someone you look up to. Have you reconnected with this person lately? No. No, no, no. No, no. Okay. It was funny. I have a funny story about him when I was in, uh, was it year nine or ten? Year ten? Mm Hmm. We had, I think it was year 10, yeah. There was, um, they had like the top two classes mm-hmm. and they were segregated and everyone else was mixed. Mm-hmm. And after the, for, and my goal that year was, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not in the regular classes. I deserve to be in the top, like the top 10% classes. Yeah. So I ended up getting, doing really, really well. And then I ended up getting moved up to those smart classes. Mm-hmm. But I remember my teach, my teacher going, why do they always t- take all my good students? And he said it out loud in front of all the, the whole class. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm a smart boy. I'm a smart boy. <laughs> yeah, interesting. So yeah, that's also, that's also goes, that little story also goes to that. Yeah. Yeah. So to, to, to wrap a bow on that dream, yeah. essentially it's a dream of panic. I'm thinking obviously an imposter syndrome where I'm trying to cover up Something what I think has been done. Essentially, it's an anxiety dream. Yeah, I think that I think it's a cert- the world's a certain way, but then we're faced with the air quotes reality of it. Um, it's wrong. I'm actually wrong. I'm actually the opposite of what I was thinking. Is actually a positive experience, mm-hmm. and that positivity represented by the, while sounding a bit spooky, the positive words of affirmations and a free cookie. <laughs> well, there's also a little bit of um, self reflection there as well. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing. And that's the other part of my goddamn dreams. I always end up having um, <laughs> self-reflection dreams. You it's like, do, what was it? La- was it last you? week or the week before? Yeah. I had that where, where I was like, met that girl and felt feelings. And oh, just yes. like, cool. That's great. <laughs> I think it was, yeah, that was a great dream. And I woke up and I'm like, ah, oh, now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> it when you have a really good dream and you wake up like damn it i wish that was real god damn it you know or like imagine if you had a dream and you could be like you can take one part of that dream with you Mm. bring it back into reality and you wake up and it's just like but yeah what would you bring back the dream girlfriend oh that's (laughs) that's a bit sad have you ever watched um is it ruby sparks you ever watch ruby sparks no i haven't so, spoiler warning for Ruby Sparks, this is the, like, bloody What Do You Dream podcast, uh, <laughs> the movie cast. Uh, it's basically about a writer who writes his perfect girl. Uh-huh. And then she comes to life. Okay. Oh, that would be your dream, wouldn't it? No, but they, but then it's the whole point of it is, yeah, it is a bit of, like a like, a circle jerky kind of, like... I am such a creative person and I made a creative person of who I, but the whole point of it is that 
just because it, it, there's that thing of what you want versus what reality is and you can't make the perfect person because there's no such thing as the perfect person. Mm-hmm. It's just someone who can accept you for your faults, not you finding someone who is perfect. Oh, I like that. It's a good That's it's really a good, sweet. It's a good movie. It is it, it's a good it's a good movie. Who's the it's guy like the in same, it? I love those oh, I don't know his name. Let me try it. Let me pull it up while while I do that cuz he was in cuz he had a huge stint on a bunch of different um movies. But it's like I it's funny. I always like those um they would call them hipster hipster yeah. romance movies. You ever watch her? No. See, I'm not a big hipster kind of it, movie watcher. Yeah. See, I'm I'm a hipster. Uh, I <laughs> I think I'm a self-hating hipster. Okay. Um so basic so that one okay the guy in it so the the main actor was Paul Dano. He uh no he's in he's in a, he was in what was he in? He's in 12 Years a Slave. He I'm not going to sing the song he sang but yeah. Oh, I see I never watched Oakja. You ever watch Oakja? No. Nah. that. No, nah, I never heard of him. Oakja. That's another freaking oh, Korean movie. Oh, yes. So okay, I know what you're talking and about. And so goddamn good. Is it about a whale or something? Yeah. Is it Korean? Yeah. It's like a hippo. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's okay. like. Yeah. See, you got the Koreans, man. You're just too good. <laughs> so you'll, you know what? Koreans know how to write good. They just, they're, write, they're, they're writing first. Um, And not they to mention. They know how to push a good story. Not to mention K-pop. K-pop, I love K-pop. Blackpink, obsessed with them. Absolutely obsessed with them. Mm. See, my brother was very obsessed with... We started with J-pop, then mm-hmm. he got into K-pop, mm-hmm. and all that pop, 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 pop. Oh, I nothing beats K-pop. It's all the same crap. K-pop just sets a Actually, bar, maybe. And it's very uh, hard to... It's, it, well, it's funny, because I guess it's coming... It, it taps back to a lot of people and what they liked back in the 2000s of boy bandy stuff, mm. right? But they make mm. it, they put a modern twist on it. Like it's, it's yes. not, it's not copying because copying wouldn't work. It's, no. the, it's the build on top of it, you know? Mm. So I like oh, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. You see, I know people love the Korean soap operas. They love them. Oh, really? And yeah, apparently they actually, you know what? Another Korean, there's another Korean show on Netflix. I forgot mm. what it was called, but it's a zombie show where it's like, what would happen if zombies appeared in like feudal Korea? Mm. It's crazy good. Okay. Koreans just know how to write. It's, it's like, uh, but yeah, like back to the rom-com stuff. So you've got the, that's, that, that's basically what a lot of my romance dreams end up becoming. It's this weird rom-com hipster kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this like, oh, this unattainable woman kind of vibe where like you're putting them on a pedestal and um, all that crap. And then it always ends so sad. <laughs> it's like, you, you, wait, no, you haven't watched her, have you? That's like ScarJo AI talking to Joaquin Phoenix. The what? what? So it's a really good movie. What movie? Her? No. The movie's called Her. No. So, yeah, it's it's like ScarJo is... Number one, ScarJo's just got, like, a great voice. Oh, so yeah. That, that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't work... It wouldn't be as good of a movie if it was um whoever... The, what, what's the 
parrot from Aladdin. Um, <laughs> Jafar. No, that's the bad guy. No. Um, the parrot from Aladdin. Um, um, I know who you're talking I about. I know his name. It's, it is. Uh, 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 <laughs> ugh, what the hell? Oh, no. It's it's doing the. It's it's Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. That one. Oh, you mean the <laughs> actor? You Are you talking about the, what the actual parrot's called in Aladdin? Oh, no, no, no. No, no. I meant the actor. No, okay. No, no. Like, because if it was like this and he talked like this, <laughs> I would cut my ears out. That's a very Hello, good impression. What would you like? That's a good impression. Well, it's not hard. I mean, you could do it. You could do it. Try I'm not even, even going to attempt that. Oh, come on. No. Be, come no, on. It'd be no, so funny. No. It'd be like, because, yeah, it'd be like if, if you had, his name was Iago. That's it. But, like, if, if, um, he was, if this AI was in my ear and be like, hello, Nick, how are you going? I'd be like, oh, I want to die. <laughs> Would you like to know the weather? Oh, why? Who thought this was appealing? Well, you know, the 90s was a crazy time. My, okay, I'm going to stop that because yeah. my, whatever the, my flaps in my throat. Uh, <laughs> I'm not happy with that. No, ScarJo has a very a sexy kind of voice. It's a very, yeah, it's a very good voiceover Sol- voice, like Morgan Freeman, it's like yeah. the king of voiceovers. I could just I, listen to him talk. I went, we all went day. from sexy to Gordon Freeman. More, Gordon yeah. Freeman. Morgan More Freeman. Like Sorry. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Gordon Freeman's another. It's a character from a video game. Yeah, they got. I changed one letter in that whole <laughs> name, M to G. Everyone out there who knows what Half Life is, give me a, give me a yell. But based on the demographics, I think I'm alone. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys out there. You know, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, um, you know what? On that uh, ear bleeding note, yep. I'd like to thank you all for listening so much. If indeed you still are, I've been Nick with Christy. This has been the What Do You Dream podcast saying goodbye and watch out for Iago. Watch out for Iago.